0: So my friends, today, um, you know, when we hear these gospel passages, this is a continuation of what we heard last week um, with the Sermon on the Plain, Jesus instructing his people, his kind of great instructing sermon in Luke's gospel. Uh, and when we hear these words, I think it's very important that we hear them as, as a command. Like, this is our marching orders as God's people, right? This is, this is what we should be doing. This is the law that our lord is giving us these are instructions and we if we don't follow them if we just listen to them we're like oh yeah that's nice you know what what nice things our god says like no this is imperative right in in fact if you were to read it in uh in english imperative sounds a lot like um objective but no if you read it like this imperative right do you hear love your enemies right it's a command love your enemies Do good to those who hate you, right? These are things that God is telling us to do. And if we are his people, we bear the name Christian, then we have to do what God tells us to do. And that we have to see that what he commands is is not just nice words on a Saturday afternoon with some people driving here in a total whiteout outside, right? Rather, it's meant to be like our instructions, it's an instruction manual. I, I'll confess, I bought a new computer today. I, um, I bought a really um, cheap, cheap, cheapest I could find thing because running between seven offices, I just, I'm like, well, I need to type something or send an email. I don't want to be doing everything just on my phone, uh, which usually doesn't come out well anyway. So I bought like the cheapest Chromebook I could find. It was like $100, right? And it's like, all right. And so, what did I do? I open up the box and I'm like, how do I work this thing? Well, there's a book that comes with the machine that says how to work it. I'm not going to read that. (laughs) Who reads instruction manuals? (laughs) Throw that away. Let me just open it up and start fiddling with it and see if I can figure it out. But we, like, no, we shouldn't throw away the instruction manual all the time. Um, Rather, we we should look at it and look at this instruction manual and see, like, what are we supposed to do? It's, It's meant to be imperative. And so the instruction manual of how to live as a Christian is where we see God giving us instructions. And so what does he call us to today? He calls, he instructs us that as his people we live radical mercy that as christians we live a radical mercy in imitation of god himself when we really take some time and we pray with these words love your enemies or love your enemy we could go on, oh i know that you love your enemies that's what we say no like think about that like your enemy the person who is out to get you. The person who, who is someone that has set themselves in opposition to you. They want bad for you. Love that person. That person. Right there. You love them. But they're my enemy. Yes. Love your enemies. Actually want what is good for the person that wants bad for you. Do good to those who hate you. Again. If we just pause and we read this gospel as real instructions and not just like, we're just gonna, we all know the words, okay, whatever. No, someone that hates you, right? Someone who, again, deep in their core, really wishes you ill. They really want bad for you. Do good things for that person, right? If you will be a Christian, if we want to call ourselves followers of Jesus Christ, that person that absolutely Hates me, right? That person who totally just wants me to fail. I'm going to do good things for that person. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Now, again, those are where if we actually look at some of what they mean. Um, to bless, benedicere in Latin, is just to say good, right? To say good things and to, to speak a blessing is, you know, when we say, like, have a good day. It's a blessing, right? It's, I'm saying something good. I'm wishing good for you. Well, when somebody curses, when they, when they say bad things about me, that Father Casey, I hope he X, Y, and Z, or somebody start, you know, they, they want to they defame me, they want to do whatever, that person, say something good about them, Right? Say, say something that, you know, somebody wants to call up, complain to the bishop, right? And usually it, even like a brother priest wants to call and say, that Father Casey, you know, you do, what are you doing? With, you know, he's, he does this, he does that, he does whatever, you know. And my call would be like, Archbishop, that person is a liar. That person does this and they do that. And then we just go in this path of, of devolvingly, criti- like backstabbing and speaking evil about each other. No. If you're a Christian, that person that spreads lies about you, that person who says terrible things about you, say good things about them. Say, speak, speak well of them. Say, I hope you have a nice day. I hope things go well for you, right? I, I say we say good things about, even if it's really hard to find something good about something, some someone, sometimes we do it. This is instruction manuals. We have to do these things. It actually has to change the way that we live. Pray. Pray for those who mistreat you. Again, and not, you know, it's very good, like, um, pray, I pray that that person realizes how wrong they are, right? I pray that they realize how good I am and how wrong they are for mistreating me. No, 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 pray, Lord, I hope something good happens for them. Jesus, you love them. You died for that person, I remember someone who, you know, when, when there's, particularly when there's scandals in our church, and it can be very easy to say that those who have committed um, terrible, heinous actions, like, yeah, I hope they get eternal punishment, right? They, they, they deserve it. I hope that they're punished. And no, Jesus, you died for that person. You love them. And as, as wrong as their actions are and unexcusable, absolutely, Jesus, you love that person, Help them realize your love. Help them be open to your mercy, right? To actually pray, and and particularly those who have wronged us, right? Those who've done some wrong to us, to pray that they be open to God's mercy. To actually pray that they get to heaven, right? Instruction manuals, pray for those who mistreat you. This is the radical mercy that we are called to live as God's um, children, as, as disciples of Jesus Christ, right? And look, that, that is the first four lines of our gospel, of a very a relatively long gospel, right? To live this radical mercy, we actually have to do it. Um, I was, I remember reading the book by the Polish author Heinrich Sienkiewicz called Quo Vadis, which is very good. It's a very, very good book. It's about Christia- the early Christians in Rome and you just get how much that the, Roman, the pre-Christian world was a world completely without mercy. It really is just, I better stab you in the back before you stab me in the back. If I can, you know, if I can win and somehow manipulate the situation and, and get better by you getting worse, uh, I will. And how Christianity in the midst of that just transforms everything. That instead of just being one more backstabber, we forgive. We show mercy. This is, now we are living very much in a post-Christian society. It's actually a society that permits everything and forgives nothing. You do one thing and it gets posted all over social media. And you will never be forgiven. We'll permit anything until the tides of popular opinion change. And then we will forgive nothing. And in the midst of that, we as actual disciples of Jesus Christ are called to show radical mercy and to inject it into our society by living it, all of us, right in the middle of the world, by bringing that mercy to our society, by living this with our families, with our friends, at work, with strangers, with anyone, to live the radical mercy of the gospel to actually be different in how we love, how we have compassion. This is the mercy of the gospel that we're called to bring into the world. We live in a world that has no idea about mercy, compassion, forgive their words, okay, great. But the depth of what that means, even the most wretched sinner who's totally wronged me, I can forgive. I can love them. I can do good for that person. As difficult at an emotional and human level as it seems, on a supernatural level, that is our instruction manual. Here's a final point. That is, that's a tall order, right? That, that is a tough thing. If each of us right now were to think about the person that's probably treated us most unjustly, the person that we just absolutely can't stand and they can't stand us, And if I never see them again for the rest of my life, better off, right? And to say, I can forgive that person. Maybe I can. But maybe naturally I can't. Okay. Well, the measure with which you measure will be measured out to you. One of the best things we could do, the training ground for learning how to show mercy, is to receive mercy. The training ground for how we really show this mercy is to receive it. And the place where we infallibly receive the mercy, mercy is in confession. When we go to confession, when we go to confession, the good God who we offend by our sins forgives us totally. What? Well, maybe for a penance to make up for what? You say, you say a couple of our fathers and Hail Marys, right? Uh, that, that we're let off super light. God forgives us. What did it cost for God to forgive even one sin? It costs the precious blood of Christ himself. And we are forgiven at such a great price when we go to confession. If we have a tough time showing mercy, go to confession. Receive mercy. Receive the measure of God's mercy. And then I've been forgiven by Almighty God. God, When I was God's enemy, I made myself an enemy of God. God loved me. And he did something good for me. He forgave me of my sins, because God is good, even when I'm not. And so, we should go to confession. Receive God's... Lent is coming up in just, what, a week and a half? We're starting Lent? It's a good idea. Everybody, go to confession during Lent, right? Receive God's mercy. Receive the mercy. And, partic- and then, having received mercy, the measure with which we've received is the measure that we can give up, that I can, to- I can work on showing more mercy in my life, my friends, this is the radicality of the gospel. This is something that each of us is called to live. It's our instruction manual, right? So let's take this seriously um, in our life. Go back and read it. This is like the middle of the sixth chapter of Luke's gospel. Um, but just read these words and read them slowly. And see, this, this is not just nice words, it's not just a nice sermon that Jesus gave. It's instructions. I need to love my enemies. I need to do good things to those who hate me. i got to bless those who curse me. Pray for those who mistreat me. Because the measure of God's mercy that I've received, I in turn want to measure out to others.